I'm joined by Ninth Ward Alderman Anthony Beal, who is talking about how much more he could accomplish in the Ninth Ward if he had the backing of City Hall, which, of course, leads us to the question, who are you supporting in the runoff? Well, you know, right now, Joan, I'm going to tell you, I, I believe that we need to um, elect a mayor that is going to be serious about fighting crime. And we need a, a mayor who is um, can hit the ground running, a mayor who has uh, a knowledge base on how to get things done in the city, uh, somebody who is going to work with the aldermen and, and support us and what we're trying to do in our ward, you know, somebody who's serious about development and, and, and just creating opportunity to make this city a better place to live and play. And when you look at a person who um, has those experiences, there's only one person that really stands out from the rest. Um, you have a person who doesn't have experience, somebody who, you know, sounds good, but, uh, but doesn't have, uh, you know, what, how we used to say in the community, you know, all show and no go. And so we've elected a mayor that didn't have experience, and where did that get us? We had a mayor who was controversial. Where did that get us? And so when you look at it, at the end of the day, there's only one person that's a clear-cut person to lead this city that has a vision, the dedication, and the passion, um, the skills, and that's Paul Vallis. Wow. Have you publicly endorsed him before today? I have not, um, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a very astute, um, you know, person and I've been around a while and I'm, you know, I'm just looking at the lay of the land. Uh, you know, you have somebody who's trying to defund the police. You're looking at somebody who wants to promote. Well, you know, Brandon Johnson's people would, would argue that his, his work as a Cook County commissioner and frankly also to some degree his work with the Chicago Teachers Union, that qualifies as experience in government. You don't agree. Well, again, he's only been a commissioner for a very short period of time, and we know he's been an organizer for, for CTU. And when you look at those things, has he ever been in charge of a serious budget? Has he ever, um, you know, put a deal together for development? Uh, does he know what TIF is? Does he know what TIF means? Does he know, you know, what new market tax credits are? Does he know, you know, how to do creative financing, uh, you know, when you look at the plan that he's put in place, it's a city killer. When you look at all the taxes, all the fees and everything he wants to raise, businesses will run out of this city. And when you look at the police department, he's not even committing to hiring the police that have um, the police vacancies that we have. Right now, they're saying we have 1,700 vacancies. Joan, let's not forget, this mayor wiped out 614 police positions in 2020. And so when you look at that, we have over 2,300 police vacancies. And we're not talking about filling them, but we're going to promote 200 more detectives to solve crime, which is okay, which is good. I support that. But what, how are you going to backfill those 200, you know, if you're not going to hire, if you're not going to, um, you know, have a, a, an aggressive plan to put people on the street? And so, you know, we have to start peeling this, this, this onion back. And I guarantee you, the more you peel the onion back, the more things are going to start coming to fruition that, you know, it's a clear-cut choice on who the next mayor should be. You know, a lot of people would be surprised by that because the thinking is that because Paul is white and Brandon is black, that a lot of African-American support is just automatically going to go to Brandon. I personally, when I've heard people say that, you know, maybe I'm being naive, but I kind of think we've moved beyond I'm not saying entirely moved beyond racial politics, but I think that like what you're saying and what a lot of people are saying, 
it isn't just a black and white issue. Like we're going to, I'm white, so I'm voting for the white guy. I'm black, so I'm voting for the black guy. I think we've moved beyond that. Would you agree? Well, I would definitely agree with that. And I'm really sick and tired of the divisive race baiting, um, you know, people who are, you know, spewing that, that we need to vote for a person just because they look like me. If you, we, we, we just went through a mayor that looked like me. And where did that get us? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we, we got the highest crime, uh, you know, education system went on strike a couple of times. Our city got looted beyond belief. And we tried to advocate and warn this administration on what's best and what was coming. And we would, you know, ignore it. And you see where it got us. And so we need somebody who's going to listen to us. We need somebody who, I don't care what color you are. If you can help me, if you're going to listen to me and you have the knowledge to help me grow my community, let's do it. Let's make it happen. But, you know, Paul is the only one that has the experience. And, you know, he knows numbers backwards and forward. He knows how yeah, to He's really a numbers guy, isn't he? Oh, my God. And, and, and he knows how to do creative financing. He knows how to balance budgets. He knows how to leverage funds to make them go further. And so when you look at all these things, that's the person that we need in charge of this city. And so, you know, I, I, I like Brandon. I respect him. But... You know, there's no substance there that can help this city move forward. I just don't see it. 